fitness is your ability to cope with and recover from stress. And stress is an inevitable factor in your life and in the lives of the people in your organization. A fit, healthy team is an energized, effective team, but it is not enough to just tell your people what to do, you need to show them. If you want your people to have a better quality of life and a more rewarding career, then it is vital that you lead from the front. Your choices, your behaviors are in the spotlight. My name's Jay Unwin, it's time to get fit to lead. Don't forget that on the first Wednesday of every month at 11am UK time, I run a free webinar called Level Up Your People. If you're interested in coming along, then you can head to fitbodyfitmind.online forward slash level up and get yourself registered. I was reading an article recently by a firm called Mitre Fincher, a management consultancy firm, and this article was about the biggest challenges facing HR in 2021 and 2022, and they listed off six of what they believed were the most important challenges that HR needed to address, and five of these six, I believe, had a very close link with fitness and well-being, five out of the six that they'd put forward. The five that I think are very closely linked to well-being are as follows. The new normal, I'm going to go into each of these in a little bit more depth by the way. Uh, the new normal, number two was diversity and inclusion. Number three was remote onboarding. Number four was flexible workforce management. And number five was specifically workforce well-being. Now, the new normal, for example, is a huge, huge part of how fit and well your workforce are because adjusting to uncertainty and change is a is a, is a massive cause of stress and the way that we manage stress is the biggest one of if not the biggest um things which affects our well-being you know how we manage that external stress that is what our fitness is it's how we cope with and recover from stress and the new normal and the uncertainty and the upheaval and all of this craziness that's been going on for the last 18 months and indeed will continue to go on as we find uh, a route forward, as we chart that kind of path, um, that is going to be a huge impact on the well-being of you and of your people. And so it's important for any person in a leadership position and any individual to understand why it's so key to to be aware of this new normal and to be aware of the changes that are going on and indeed to take control of what that new normal looks like for us because there's a lot of thing that, a lot of things that are outside our control of course but there are things within our control and this is an opportunity for us to look at where we want to make some changes as we're kind of rebuilding from scratch in a lot of ways we can choose how that looks, how our working environment looks for ourselves and indeed for the people that we have a duty of care to. The second one, diversity and inclusion. Most well-being provisions that companies decide to either develop themselves or to buy in uh, externally aren't, <laughs> they often aren't the most diverse or inclusive or accessible programs they tend to be very centred on people who are already interested in fitness and well-being. And I don't believe this is deliberate. I believe this is accidental because most people who want to work on fitness and well-being within an organisation, they want to do it for everyone. 
And if they were to choose a certain um, section of that uh, of that organisation of that community, it would usually be the uh, the people who need it most. And yet, those are the people who are being let down by most of these provisions because it just isn't suitable. It's too vague, or it's too niche, or both. In a lot of ways, I mean, that may seem like a contradiction, but it can be too vague in terms of like how actionable it is, but too niche in terms of the actual theory and, and who can use it. So diversity and inclusion is vital when looking at well-being, because if people are not included in a well-being provision, then you're, you're really missing, missing a trick. Remote onboarding is, I guess, part of the new normal as well, because more and more kind of hybrid working models are coming to the fore now lots more people working from home lots more people working remotely and therefore when you are hiring new people into your organization there is uh, there's there's a, a piece there where you have to onboard them without seeing them face to face and this ties in with number four which is flexible workforce management because once they're working for you you're not necessarily going to be seeing them they're not necessarily going to be working in the same environment as you are or as the rest of the team are and so onboarding and then managing that uh, that workforce remotely brings a whole new raft of unique challenges especially in terms of well-being because if you you know health and safety and all the rest of it all the stuff that kind of you're used to doing it's very easy when everyone's in a building together but you've got to start thinking about well is that person's working setup at home uh, suitable is it keeping them safe and well? Have they got the right kind of chair? Is their monitor at the right height? All of these kind of things. You need to provide them with that kind of nuts and bolts stuff. But also, what about the social connection? What about the supervision that uh, that new members of your team get by being actually in the office with you that they might not get or might not feel they get if they're working remotely? So remote onboarding, bringing new people in, but also managing that remote workforce uh, or that hybrid workforce is a challenge which people leaders in organizations in any industry are going to have to get to grips with. And then number five, workforce well-being and fitness, which is the same thing as well-being uh, the way I see it. It's your ability to cope with and recover from stress. As I'd already mentioned, that is something which we are constantly bombarded with. We, are, we, we have stresses in our life which we cannot get rid of um, there are some that we can reduce to a degree, but we don't want to get rid of stress entirely anyway because a certain level of stress is good for us and it allows progress. But we need to be able to manage that. And if we are in a position of leadership within a company we or, or any organisation, we need to be able to support our organisation, support each individual in the organisation to manage their stress well so that they can use it for forward momentum use it for growth, use it for development, rather than becoming overwhelmed and burning out. Because this is a very, very real problem. A lot of people are burning out. There's some insanely worrying statistics in terms of the number of people that burn out even prior to the pandemic, and that has only increased. So these are the kind of things, like just to recap those, the new normal, diversity and inclusion, remote onboarding, and then the flexible workforce management, and of course, the overall workforce well-being, which I might add, needs to be a very deep rather than plaster over the cracks kind of solution. You need to go properly into culture and company values. But these are the biggest well-being challenges facing HR in 2021 and 2022. And not only that, but they are five out of six of the biggest challenges overall. 
five out of six of the biggest challenges facing HR, five out of six are related to well-being. Um, now, I've only gone over these in a very brief way because I like to keep these episodes short. You know, if you want to get more in-depth, then we've got the longer episodes where I'm in conversation with someone else. But also, this is this uh, these challenges have formed part of the backbone of my Level Up Your People webinar, which I'm now going to be running on the first Wednesday of every month. If you're interested in getting some more insight into these things and some actionable advice that you can take forward and actually implement in your organisation uh, or implement individually so that you can deal with these things much more effectively, then come along. Get yourself registered. If you go to fitbodyfitmind.online forward slash level up, you can get yourself registered for free. Come along and, and learn about this stuff. Um, like I said, it's the first Wednesday of every month. So have a look, go to that page, fitbodyfitmind.online slash level up, get yourself registered, come along and let's see how you can change these things for the better. Let's see how you can use this, uh, these strategies and use these, uh, these tips and these workable solutions to impact those challenges in your own life and in the life of your organisation. Thank you for listening to Fit to Lead with me, Jay Unwin. If you're not already connected with me on LinkedIn, come and find me using the link in the podcast description and say hello. If you want me to help you improve the fitness and well-being of your team and of yourself, let's set up a call. Until next time, stay fit, stay well, and keep leading from the front.